Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to StarCrashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss Terror Vision from 1986. It is a comedy, horror, monster movie, and we're going to talk about it. But first, my name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So before we get into the movie, is there anything like media related that we want to talk about? Well, I think there is uh, a trailer that the two of us saw recently that we got very hyped yes! for. <laughs> oh, thank you for bringing this up. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I sent it to you on Messenger and you were just like, yes, I love it. Uh, and we're talking about The Jungle Cruise, starring The Rock and Emily Blunt, which uh, is a Disney film that uh, premieres next year, next summer. So uh, we were very excited for this. Why were we excited, Eva? Because it looks like a dream come true. <laughs> Honestly, it really is as if someone has taken a holiday in- inside my brain and figured out the kind of movie that I want to watch right now. <laughs> I mean, we have Emily Blunt, who is looking absolutely gorgeous, and oh, her yes. fashion is just amazing mm. in, the, in the trailer that I've seen. Honestly, I didn't watch the entire trailer because I was like... I do not even want spoilers right now. Ah, I can't because mm. I'm that sort of person. So mm. I, I, I'm, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I'm going to watch just enough and then I'm going to shut it down. Uh, but she looks absolutely amazing with the sort of uh, trousers that you had in the beginning of the century. The sort of like adventure type or golf course uh, kind of pants where they're really fluffy. And she just looked tri- oh, amazing. And also we have The Rock. And I mean, anything starring The Rock is set out to be greatness so i feel like this is just going to be the, the 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 best movie of 2020 yeah possibly i mean <laughs> not to hype or anything <laughs> but really it will be the best movie of 2020 i think it's but, gonna be great I, also i mean we've talked about um the mummy before mm. and how we really like that movie and that type of movie and the sort of adventure in the olden times um kind of movie and this really is that that type of movie it's really playing on those sort of uh, nostalgic tunes in a kind of cutesy way and i think it's going to be great i yes. also also love <laughs> sorry I, I will let you talk about this as well but damn it, it's like a, you know we release damn and, and things just <laughs> come pouring out but i, I really enjoyed that uh, because the rock is working as some sort of cruise captain man sort of guiding rich people along a, a river and showing them these sights. And uh, in the trailer, there's a short scene where he's like, oh, no, natives. <laughs> and the natives are shooting arrows at the, at the, at the cruise. And it almost hits, uh, hits um, the rock. And he's like, no, what are you doing? Because they're in cahoots with each other, <laughs> making money off these uh, rich assholes. And it's, it's amazing. And I just yes. love that that's the route they're going with instead of just like the sort of 
you know how they how we usually do like the exotifying exoticism route so i just i'm excited mm. yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> no no i i love i love it when you you uh hype for stuff um i mean oh, i yeah, saw this yeah. trailer uh, it popped up in my youtube feed and i watched it and i got strong mummy vibes from it that you mentioned oh, yes. uh, and i was just like oh this feels like disney's trying to reboot m- the mummy without actually calling it the mummy <laughs> that, that is so spot on yeah and i, I mean I, yeah i think I, that's yeah sorry you go for I, it sorry. <laughs> I just felt immediately I had to send this to Ebba so that she'd seen it too. And yeah, you loved it. So, so. we can fangirl together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, so that's in the future. I've watched something from the past and the present almost. Sweet. Which I just want to like air in this <laughs> format for a little bit. Uh, so I'll start with the old one. And that's uh, the fact that I finally watched Jumanji from the 90s. Not the one starring The Rock again, <laughs> because we can't get enough, enough of him. But seriously, have you seen um, either or both or none of the Jumanji movies? I have seen the new one uh, with The Rock. Yeah. Uh, not not the Jumanji 3 or whatever it's called that's coming out, but the Jumanji mm. 2. I saw mm. that one and I, I like, really liked it. I thought it was a great fun movie. Uh, I don't think I have seen all of... The original Jumanji, but I think I've seen parts of it, so I, I have an idea of how you know the kind of movie that so, it is. So there's a third one coming out, or yes, ah okay, also starring it, it, The Rock. Okay, so it's a continuation of um, yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I mean, they are very different movies, um, and I can. I, I I can't say that I was completely in tune with whether or not people were excited about or even enjoyed the the uh, remake at all um did you pick up a- any of that like the, rec- mm. the i didn't it was received it was a bit you know 50 50 yeah mixed mm. i would say uh i know i talked to some people who really loved it and some people who was like nah you know it's it's not as good as the as the original um i don't i haven't seen any like spewing hate for it online which is Sometimes the case when they try to re- mm. reboot old um, franchises or old, old titles. So um, I think it was moderately well received, at least. Um, I mean, mm. I personally really liked it. So, you know. Um. Yeah. And it's, um, I, I kind of feel like that's the the order you want to watch it in. Because I saw the the rock one first and I really enjoyed it I felt it was really entertaining Uh, you know a bit I mean it's maybe a bit too much at times but honestly it's like an adventure movie shallow fun adventure movie starring The Rock Hmm. and Amy Pond so I mean what more can you ask honestly (laughs) it was it was fun Uh, but then as I watched the one from the 90s I can kind of see how if that's the first one you're watching and then you're seeing the trailer and then eventually the movie of the remake, you can kind of be like, oh, these are, this is not the sort of magic that I had in my childhood mm. or youth or whatever. Because they are very different in, in, in how they're presented and feelings and everything like that. So, but it was really, really nice 
fun adventure family movie, which I would recommend to anyone, really. Um, there were, were a lot of gr- just great sets, and I wasn't expecting it to be that much, because they're insane, honestly, at times, when you think like they can't bring it up a notch, and they do. Mm. Like a, a, a jungle mangrove swamp inside a house they got it i mean so i yeah just a really fun movie so yeah i just wanted to share that bit i guess uh but something else i watched as well which was the more present one (laughs) movie uh is uh now i don't know how it's called what it's called if it has a name in english but it's uh how would you Mm. Uh, border border yeah border Border between two countries Mm. yeah so border and and the name is sort of insinuating the border between man versus like man nature culture nature Mm. Mm. and human and and other and uh, and sort of man woman and things like that like when Mm -hmm. things are in between and not so not so clear cut and things like that. And it's by John John Ivor de Lindqvist, who ah. wrote Let Me In. Mm. So you can kind of see how it has a bit of a sort of folklore, horror influences. And mm. um, cool. the, the, the setting is kind of, kind of a bit sad and grey. But at the same time, the forest is really lush and just seems so so big and um yeah a lot of borders <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was great it wasn't an uplifting movie i'd say unless the ending really really makes you smile or something <laughs> but uh but it wasn't an uplifting experience but it was a really cool one so i do recommend that one as well and i believe it's like maybe a year or two old by now mm. sweet mm-hmm yeah, because I loved um, uh, Let Me In, the book by John Ivy, the linguist, which I read. Uh, I thought it was amazing. So uh, yeah, it would be cool to check this one out. Definitely. Yeah, because the thing is for me, I haven't read that one and I haven't seen either of, of the adaptation, movie adaptations. So. I wasn't a big fan of the movie adaptations, uh. but the, I thought the book was great. Um, mm. Highly recommend the book. Hmm. So yeah, um, check it out. But we have a movie to talk about (laughs) tonight. (laughs) How would you like to really quickly summarize the plot? (laughs) You don't have to be really quickly. I don't know why I said that. You can be quick, slow, middle-paced. I don't know. (laughs) You do you. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Terror Vision, uh, which is a horror comedy from the 80s. Uh, We watched this because, of course, it's Halloween. uh, Halloween It's Halloween, sorry. Yes, Halloween. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure. Is this really a Halloween movie? There's only like one or two teenagers. Whatever. Um, Terror Vision is about a monster, an alien monster that comes through the television somehow don't mm-hmm. ask it's just it just is just accepted he comes through the television and lands in the home of this uh kind of weird family uh, <laughs> they are uh, essentially a very extreme version of like an 80s family like they're they're, they're spoofing an 80s family i think to, mm-hmm. to some extent uh so you have the mom and the dad 
<laughs> who are um, planning on, on swinging it with another couple, which is really funny. <laughs> yes. uh, and then you have their, their teenage daughter, Susie, who is like a Cindy Lauper kind mm-hmm. of bubbly girl with colored hair and everything. Amazing um, eyeshadow. <laughs> yes. Um, Susie's boyfriend, which joins the cast later, he's, he's, he's called O.D. And he's like a really dumb metal head. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but also kind of awesome, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have Grandpa, who's like a military nut and who is really paranoid and about everything. And uh, yeah, He's a prepper. He's a prepper. <laughs> yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the son, Sherman, who is uh, taking after his grandpa mostly. Uh, so that that is like the cast and they end, end up with this monster who's slowly eating the people uh, of the family. And they, of course, kind of have to figure out what to do with this monster. Um, should they try and earn money off it or should they just really try to get rid of it because it's eating people? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Who knows? What do you do when a genetically <laughs> manipulated uh, pet monster <laughs> ends up in your living room? What do you do? Yeah. Well, according to this family, you bicker and you don't talk to each other and you just want to make money and then you all die. <laughs> exactly. That's how this movie, this family uh, solved the problem. <laughs> But, so uh, uh, yeah, that's that's Terrorvision. It was yeah. uh, it was an experience. <laughs> Man, what a colorful, stereotypical uh, satire adventure this was. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> I mean, it really is like if you could sort of can or preserve nineteen eighty six stereotypical culture things mm. and just make it into some sort of object or document it it would be this movie honestly like oh, you've yes. got it all you've got it all <laughs> and it is i mean just even the just a house with all the like fake marble and the the paintings are mm. all, oh my god oh the, yes <laughs> the art the paintings is in in particular because this is a swingers house they're all modern art but it's very um it's erotic art <laughs> Yes, lots of and it's, naked yes, breasts and everything. Lots of it. And it's all... In not the... that many, like, phallic symbols. It's no, I, I was trying to spot one, but I couldn't actually. So it's mostly... Um... I mean, there's parts of the monster that's kind of phallic, but mm-hmm. uh, not not the decoration in the house. No, that's no, mostly not in the house. Women, yeah. Uh, and it's so... And the house is so gaudy and just over the top. It's a bit vulgar, honestly. And mm-hmm. it's really... The colors are really bright, so I did. I did enjoy watching the movie. Like the sets felt lush, because they had so many textures and and colors. Because I feel like it could have been. Well, what do you want to say? I mean, it really it really told the story as well. So it really enhanced whatever the family was doing. Like you could kind of tell, like, oh, they've got marble in their in their hallway they've got money and they really want to flaunt it mm. sort of things like that i don't don't quite remember if they had marble in their hallway but you get the gist of it like they really you really gotten got a sense of this rich family and their um uh interests yeah and they have and, an in- indoor swimming pool that's a mm-hmm. big part of the film yeah, yeah yeah and a huge couch and the the altar in front of the couch is of course the television because that's also what this movie is making fun of mm. 
like this whole this family sort of hurd, hurdled in front of the television being like oh this channel that channel this channel that channel that's at least how i interpret it maybe oh, they it's... yeah mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, sad. <laughs> I mean i think this movie is trying to do two things uh mm. one of them is as i mentioned earlier sort of spoofing typical 80s uh, things in 80s uh, style uh, mm. and the second one is sort of doing some commentary on TV consumption essentially mm-hmm. uh, I'm not I don't think it succeeds very well on the no. social commentary it sort of sort of loses track of it uh, halfway through the movie uh, yeah. but it's you know A for effort at least yeah um, definitely <laughs> you've got an idea and you're putting it out there yeah and we got it so I mean yeah yeah, <laughs> but there is another character that I just want you to gush over. I w- at least I think you're going to gush over it over mm. her, and that is of course Medusa. Oh yes, Medusa. And who is Medusa making fun of or spoofing? <laughs> uh, well, she's she is uh, this sexy TV host who like introduces horror films on television. So she's like a spoof of your you know your. Elvira and mm-hmm. Vampira and that mm-hmm. kind of character, uh, though she's of course Medusa, um, yes. really really fun character. You know she has this really sultry TV persona, but then as soon as the camera is off, she's like really. I love <laughs> you know, her. Bad I language her so and everything. Much. Yeah, she was really fun. <laughs> yeah, and she just wanted to go party and just she couldn't. She didn't give a shit about this kid no. who was calling her and. <laughs> She was like, oh, shut up. It was just, oh, she was amazing. <laughs> and her set and everything, it was great. Yes. And just <laughs> like her her insinuating like or making jokes and everything very sexual. They were just so over the top. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the way the camera zoomed in on her boobs as well. It was just, mm. it was just hilarious. It was, I was... The screen lit up whenever she came on it. And I was just like, oh, yes, more Medusa. Because she was hilarious. She really was fantastic. Yes, so Medusa is absolutely awesome. <laughs> I loved her too. And uh, another thing that I think deserves attention in this film is the monster. Which is this really big, sort of sh- weirdly shaped lump of flesh. And it mm-hmm. looks really cool. Um, and it's sort of... You know, from the movie The Thing, this sort of weird amalgamation of just mishappened body parts. parts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like his eyes, the monster's two eyes are differently shaped and everything. It, it's yeah. uh, so weird and so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a gnarly creature. And the hands, I mean, one of the hands, I to be, to be completely honest, I thought it was a dick in the beginning. <laughs> one of the yes. hands. Um bit confused about that but then i figured oh it's <laughs> it's a hand <laughs> i just didn't make the connection i thought it was coming up from the front and then i saw the full body and i was like oh okay so it's one of the arms anyways that that arm yeah. the I big mean, arm has an eye as well on it so is it really an arm because it doesn't have like fingers or anything to grip with so it's more like a tentacle yeah i guess an arm uh, i mean an eye tentacle and then you on the other side you've got a a, a claw tentacle thing. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean that that one is more the claw is more like a hand because he actually like grips things with that and um, sucks things. Sucks things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of ways to to kill and <laughs> and, and suck people. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well. 
use a, a tentacle eye for? Like, what could you possibly make do with that? Yeah, bye bye. You're asking the wrong questions here. <laughs> you're 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 acting like this actually has like you know evolutionary ma- makes sense evolutionary that we have a monster like this. No, 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 no. That's not the, the, wait, the question wait. to ask. Oh. Are you saying it doesn't have a logical evolutionary track that we can follow and discuss? <laughs> or are you what saying you... This, this movie's... I thought I was watching a documentary. <laughs> well, Ebba, I hate to break it to you, but it, it's, it's fiction. It's <gasps> fiction. Oh my god. I was going to Google how to buy a magene- genetically man- man- <laughs> manipulated flesh pile. <laughs> But ah well. But that is also the hilarious part. um, Is that the fact that this thing was a pet on a different planet. (laughs) Yes. And the way that it ended up on Earth is basically waste disposal. Yes. Because there is a friendly alien who's trying constantly throughout the movie to get in contact with the humans. And the humans are just ignoring it. Even though there's an alien walking around in their living room. They're kind of ignoring the alien in the television that is telling them... Hey, that alien, it's bad news. Let me help you. <laughs> they're just ignoring him. Yeah, they're just, they're just like, what a weird movie. He's just yeah, sitting there so talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's have a look at this alien we've got in our living room instead and have a nice conversation about music with him. Yeah, let's do oh. that instead because that's normal. Uh, but the funny thing is, um, or maybe you could do like, what happens when the alien actually comes to the house and tries to save the humans from the uh the yes <laughs> this is the the climax of the movie um so the the good alien the uh, former pet owner uh <laughs> comes to the house and says i'm gonna fix this don't worry if i soon as I, if i can get the creature alive i can sort of you know reshape your parents don't worry about it yeah uh but medusa has been invited to this house for a party and she comes in and she sees this alien and he's holding like this gun Gun, thing uh, at the children and she's like oh no uh he's robbing them so she (laughs) she uh hits like this uh space helmet that he that he has and it cracks and his head explodes from the pressure difference Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) and i just love like she was so brave she was like no (laughs) and then she ends up fucking it all up and the (laughs) I didn't actually think the movies was like the movie was gonna go there, but um, the monster sort of like also like this is the climax, the, the last scene basically. Uh, the the monster is sort of almost like trying to suck them into his mouth by breathing, so it's like in a, a huge wind tunnel in into his mouth. Uh, and the kid goes first, and he actually dies. Mm. We don't see it, but it did die. Mm. I was kind of expecting it to to. Some, something to intervene there. But yeah, they all die. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. Really. It really is a great ending. I loved it. Because mm-hmm. it's so... It, it fits with the rest of the movie, I feel like. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I loved it. Yeah. But in the end, like Medusa, because... Uh, well, let's not get into it. But in, in the end, like the very last scene... Uh, Medusa's uh, personal assistant is sleeping in the car waiting for her to get out from the party and uh, then Medusa knocks on him him and says 
yeah, let's go back to the studio. And Medusa looks fucked. <laughs> and that's because she's basically... Like, the monster has either merged with her or is just chameleon lump. It's like, like um, you know, when you have a, a doll mm. that you talk for. I don't know what that's called. It's really. like a kind of puppetry, mime, pu- pu- mime puppetry. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah mime, miming uh, using her head. And she just looks... Oh, man. She looks so Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And you're just thinking of Medusa slash uh, pet monster is gonna mess up the world oh, yes. with television. Oh, yes. You can bet on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a great ending. We welcome our over lady Medusa. <clears throat> oh yes, we do. We really do. Uh, but that is like that is all the positives and the greatness of Terror Vision. Are there some downsides? And if there are what's your opinion on that what are those well i think sort of as, as we touched upon earlier the social commentary doesn't really work that well i mean uh, it's there but i kind of feel like they don't really explore it as much as they could have they are much more focused on the comedy which which is fine i mean it's a really fun movie um mm. but i kind of feel like they had a bigger vision for it uh, that yeah. didn't necessarily pan out or, or succeed in the way they hoped. So um, I think that's my major criticism of it, that I sort of felt, oh, you know, it's a bit of a wasted opportunity, I think. But um, mm. uh, other other than that, I love the film. I, you know, it's, it's exactly my kind of film. I love this sort of crazy shit. So mm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I really don't have that much to hate on it for, actually. Yeah, I agree. For me, yeah, there would have been nice to have a little bit more of the sort of commentary thing that you're um, talking about. Um, for me, there was something with the pacing mm-hmm. at times that I would have just liked them to sort of tighten it up a little bit. Um, I can't exactly make like mention examples of this, but there it was just an overall feeling where I would just wanted to like, oh, tighten up a little bit Mm -hmm. i mean this isn't a long movie at all i think it's like one hour and like 20 minutes yeah thereabouts or something like that yeah so it's not long but there's just something missing and maybe they could have even turned it up even more with the crazy like like the climax they could have turned it up a few notches here and there um and before so too like maybe doing a little bit more with the miming because there was a really fun scene where uh, by now, like the the monster has killed off the parents, the 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 and the the neighbor, <laughs> and also the grandpa, yes. and the couple coming over to swing, yes. and they're all in. Well, maybe not the neighbor, but they're all in bed together, and the kids are walking in and trying to sort of, you know, t- well, hey, what's up, parents? <laughs> And they're all in bed together and they're all slimy because the monster is sort of miming for all of them. And just that scene was so funny. So I just wished maybe doing a little bit more mm-hmm. with that because it was fun and I just liked it. So mm-hmm. turning it up and making it even weirder. Um, but honestly, like it's it's absolutely good and excellent the way it is. But sometimes you just want a little bit more, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think I can kind of see what you're you're referring to because... I think the scene where the parents are 
eaten or consumed or you know whatever yeah. you want to call it um that's a rather you know big thing that could have been like mm. the climax actually but now it's more like a halfway climax uh, mm-hmm. and then after that happens the movie sort of takes a bit of a break and is sort of re- recharging for the the even bigger mm. climax that comes before or, or that comes after um but the, the sort of pause that it takes where the children and OD spend some time trying to teach the monster to talk. I think maybe they spent a little bit too much time on that because it wasn't really, it wasn't really that yeah. important. Uh, it didn't lead to very much, I felt. So yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying with the pacing. Definitely. Mm. Maybe some of that time should have been spent somewhere else. Mm, yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, it's a wish list we're doing here, so... But really, I mean, it is a really fun movie, so I would absolutely recommend oh, it. Oh yes, definitely. Uh, to to anyone who likes this sort of movie. Um, like, do you have any small commentary, maybe on the acting? <laughs> well, <laughs> I am fishing for something here, but uh, let's see if you. <laughs> um, quite suitable for the kind of spoof movie that this is. The acting is very over the top um, and very you know, intentionally theatrical and everything. And I, yeah. uh, you know, I thought everyone did a really great job of just, you know, taking these 80s stereotypes and just playing it up mm. to the extreme. So, it, you know, it becomes, you know, <laughs> next level of comedy, essentially. And, uh, mm. you know, I, th- I think everyone did a great job in it. Um, there were such fun people to watch. Uh, yeah, everyone is really entertaining and it's just so over the top, like you say. So, I mean, I couldn't put it any better way. Uh, it's really so bad, but it's good bad. No, <laughs> not good bad, but you know, like they're good, yes, but they're yes. in doing a bad thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> you put it better, of course, but uh, yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're good actors that are kind of making it seems like they're bad actors, but they're doing it yes. intentionally for comic yes. reasons exactly. so yeah <laughs> i mean od was just amazing he made me laugh so oh, funny character mm. uh, but i mean why why don't we continue on with ranting about wigs for just a tiny minute here his wig was so bad <laughs> od's wig horrendous yes looked like an absolute rat's nest yes. so plastic i mean i if if I were to be told that it's actually real hair, I would be, I mean, my world would be upside down. I'd become a, like a flat earther after that because I'd be like, nothing, nothing is real anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was so bad. But at the same time, very fitting. Yes. Because everything is plastic. Yes. And I mean, I, you could take his wig as sort of a commentary on like the hair metal styles of the 80s so uh, i mean i yeah i i buy it i buy it <laughs> yeah intentionally crap yes. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so the concept for this is you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie who would you bring linea well as we sort of established i actually think all the actors and actresses in here uh, are really great so i'm not exactly sure that i want to replace an actor to improve the movie um but i did sort of hint that i thought the character of susie which was the teenage daughter you know she was a very 
shaped after Cindy Lauper. So I guess I would kind of think it's fun if it was actually Cindy Lauper who played her. That would sort of make it, oh. um, you know, Cindy Lauper sort of making fun of herself. I don't know. I kind of think I would like to see that. Mm. You know, she just having fun with the whole concept. I, I kind of uh, definitely maybe. I mean, I don't know if. Cindy Lauper was a good actress, but uh, I kind of, you know, in an alternate universe, I could see that film with her in it, and I would probably enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, it, I mean, she basic, I mean, she really looks like Cindy yes. Lauper. <laughs> Listener, if you if you don't know anything about television, Google it and, and you'll see. I mean, if you look at it really quickly, it'll even look like her. Yes. The style and everything is really spot on. So. Yeah, yeah and, and if we had Cindy Lauper in the film, I would also have her sing the theme tune, the television theme <sighs> tune, which we have in the beginning of the movie. Brilliant. Yes. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Now, is there any, like, rock star from that era which would fit OD, do you think? Ooh. Hmm. Probably yes. I can't figure. Of, I can't think of any good <laughs> likely, names right yes. now. But I mean, I'm, I can't think of artists that sort of looks like him. But they're not really young enough to play him. I think because he's mm, still supposed yeah. to be te- teenager, teenager or, or young twenty something. So mm. yeah, yeah, probably, but not one that I can think of right now. Yeah. But the but the the right one, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, this one, yeah. yeah. Since since the concept of this <laughs> segment is you in a time machine, then maybe we yeah. could like bring a young Alice Cooper to play him. <gasps> yes, I like that idea. Yeah. I think Alice mm-hmm. Cooper at yeah. the time this movie was made was maybe a bit too old to play OD, but if we can yeah, bring him definitely. from the past, we can do it. <laughs> yeah, or maybe bring his. Hmm, okay. Now we're really going into it. But if we bring Alice Cooper from like the 70s then, early 70s, I think it had to mm. be, um, to 86, but put him in the clothes that he was wearing in 86. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then we would have a fit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. OD wouldn't have to wear a wig. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was, would really be the greatest savior, <laughs> savior thing of all, honestly. So, yeah, uh, look forward to this movie coming out in 2020. <laughs> of course, it won't be as good as Jungle Cruise, but it will be a close second here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but from that to Bang Bond Blast. Mm. Are you ready? Yes. Mm. You know the selection, though. Yes. But I'm going to I'm going to say it. Like it's an like it's a total surprise for you, okay? Are you yes. ready? Up for selection is Medusa, the seductress, snake-haired lady from television. Od, the Alice Cooper of our eighty-six dreams, <laughs> and Spiro, the sleazy Greek person, swingers man, who would really like to get it on with a dad, yes. <laughs> because he has taste. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's doubtful. <laughs> yeah. So, bang, bon, blast. Um, Fuck, Mary kill in that order. So, both Medusa and Spiro are really central in this film. film you mm-hmm. know, they're really, um, really attractive, both of them. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. as you say, they're also kind of sleazy, but, you know, it's, it's if you're in the mood, 
sure um yeah let's just like <laughs> insert here spiro is the kind of person who who, who puts who makes huge drinks oh yes <laughs> to get people drunk and then oh yes <laughs> that's his that's why he's an absolute sleaze bag <laughs> um but i think i think i would bang medusa because yeah i think she was more attractive than than spiro um and you know with her snake hair and everything you know yeah yeah i'd do her um <laughs> and i think good taste i mean od he's he's really dumb but i was kind of a metalhead when i was a teenager so you know i think he kind of has pretty good taste in music and i think we can probably live with each other so i'm gonna bond him uh, and then unfortunately i'm gonna nice. blast spiro because Oh, yeah. I mean, he sort of implies that he maybe likes the men more than the women, so I'm not really sure we're a good fit, to be honest. But he did come with his girlfriend, though. True. So. I suppose. I suppo- yeah. I suppose if if you bond Spiro, you can go out swinging together. So it'd be like not the boring life exactly, but. Mm. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna blast him. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, poor Spiro, because I'm doing the exact same thing. They're poor Spiro. In 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 a different in a different selection, he would be higher oh, up, yes. hmm. definitely. Um, I really don't appreciate him trying to get people drunk, <laughs> too. <laughs> or maybe the setting was, you know. I mean, he was trying. Maybe to, it was he was trying to, to get like the couple drunk who he has already planned on, you know, hanging out with. So yeah, you know, it wasn't that problematic, I think. But no, maybe not. Maybe I'm overdo like over thinking it in my head, I guess. Uh, but yeah, poor Spiro getting blasted, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our next segment after Bang Bond Blast is uh, argue why this should win a Gordon and Gordon is of course our version of the Oscars uh, and equally valid as an award uh, if I do mm-hmm. say so myself <laughs> so uh, Ebba argue why this should win a Gordon and in which category well there is a whole lot of reasons why this should win a Gordon but I'm gonna give it a Gordon for best time capsule of the year Mm -hmm. 1986 because I honestly can't pick one thing that is the most 80s and funny about this movie so I just feel like for the absolutely stereotypical fun mess this is it should have a Gordon for that yes put it in a time capsule (laughs) (laughs) and you then um, I would like to give this a Gordon for best theme tune um, because I really like that song mm. in the beginning, you know, Terrorvision. I actually looked it up on Spotify and added it to my currently listening to list. So uh, uh, yeah, I dig it. <laughs> yeah, it's re- it's really neat. It's really neat. It's got that terror. I can't I can't um, uh, mimic it, but it is. Yeah, it is everything. Honestly, everything about this movie is is really thought out. Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. good Spotify list you've got going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should make one with like the best songs from the movies that we oh, watch. Oh, yeah, that would be a good idea. This, yeah. yeah, the star crashed. 
Yeah, the and the one from list. Yeah. <laughs> the, the I mean we had songs from, you know, Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Um, <gasps> yes. and there was a song in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians also. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Starship Troopers. Yes. I mean, it's not part of Starship Troopers, but it is connected yeah. to it because we chose we, ch- we we say it is yes. so. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should make that playlist. Definitely. And then keep it private so no one can enjoy it <laughs> except for us. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to double feature. Do you have any recommendations of something similar or appropriate that would go well with this movie? Actually, I don't because this movie is kind of unique in just how how sort of extreme of a comedy it is. Um, I, I mean... I have seen a lot of films and usually I can sort of think of, oh, well, you know, this movie is kind of like this movie, but I really couldn't think of one uh, that was quite like this one. Um, So sort of in view with our previous discussion here, I would say maybe Mm. just go out and listen to some Cindy Lauper records and get that 80s feeling. So I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Good recommendation. Um, I'm... Yeah, I feel like if you're someone who's easily scared by watching something like The Thing, maybe. Mm. How about you start off with your evening with The Thing and then you end with this mm. one? Like, it's like sort of a therapy session after watching <laughs> the the kind of scary, like, r- actually really scary The Thing. And then watching this one, it's like, oh, that pet monster isn't so bad. It's kind of just funny. <laughs> Oh, now I'm just fig- so you figuring out the creature in the thing in as evening. a pet monster. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, horrible. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> okay, so listener, have you seen Terrorvision? We want to know what you think, so go to our Facebook page, Starcraft Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, we also have an Instagram account, if that's more your jam, and that is also Starcraft Podcast. And join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about June from 1984. Bye-bye. Bye.